blouses beneath your sweater against your skin, and you smell good. The rain this morning pours from the gutters, and everywhere else it is lost in the trees. You need your glasses to single out what you know is there, because doubt is inexorable. You put on your glasses. The trees, their bark, their leaves, even the dead ones, are more vibrant wet. Yes, and it's raining. Each moment is like this. Before it can be known, categorized as similar to another thing and dismissed, it has to be experienced. It has to be seen. What did he just say? Did she really just say that? Did I hear what I think I heard? Did that just come out of my mouth, his mouth, your mouth? The moment stinks. Still, you want to stop looking at the trees. You want to walk out and stand among them. And as light as the rain seems, it still rains down on you. You are in the dark, in the car, watching the black tarred street being swallowed by speed. He tells you his dean is making him hire a person of color when there are so many great writers out there. You think maybe this is an experiment and you are being tested or retroactively insulted or you have done something that communicates this is an okay conversation to be having. Why do you feel comfortable saying this to me? You wish the light would turn red or a police siren would go off, so you could slam on the brakes, slam into the car ahead of you, fly forward so quickly both your faces would suddenly be exposed to the wind. As usual, you drive straight through the moment, with the expected backing off of what was previously said. It is not only that confrontation is headache-producing, it is also that you have a destination that doesn't include acting like this moment isn't inhabitable, hasn't happened before, and the before isn't part of the now as the night darkens and the time shortens between where we are and where we are going. When you arrive in your driveway and turn off the car, you remain behind the wheel another ten minutes. You fear the night is being locked in and coded on a cellular level and want time to function as a power wash. Sitting there, staring at the closed garage door, you are reminded that a friend once told you there exists the medical term John Henryism for people exposed to stresses stemming from racism. They achieve themselves to death, trying to dodge the buildup of erasure. Sherman James, the researcher who came up with the term, claimed the physiological costs were high. You hope, by sitting in silence, you are bucking the trend. Because of your elite status from a year's worth of travel, you have already settled into your window seat on United Airlines when the girl and her mother arrive at your row. The girl, looking over at you, tells her mother, These are our seats, but this is not what I expected. The mother's response is barely audible. I see, she says. I'll sit in the middle. A woman you do not know wants to join you for lunch. You are visiting her campus. In the cafe, you both order the Caesar salad. This overlap is not the beginning of anything, because she immediately points out that she, her father, her grandfather, and you all attended the same college. She wanted her son to go there as well, but because of affirmative action or minority something, 
She is not sure what they are calling it these days, and weren't they supposed to get rid of it? Her son wasn't accepted. You are not sure if you are meant to apologize for this failure of your alma mater's legacy program. Instead, you ask where he ended up. The prestigious school she mentions doesn't seem to assuage her irritation. This exchange, in effect, ends your lunch. The salads arrive. A friend argues that Americans battle between the historical self and the self-self. By this, she means you mostly interact as friends with mutual interest and, for the most part, compatible personalities. However, sometimes your historical selves, her white self and your black self, or your white self and her black self, arrive with the full force of your American positioning. Then you are standing face to face in seconds that wipe the affable smiles right from your mouths. What did you say?